Welcome to Running It Back, the lessons learned from sports podcast. It it wouldn't be running it back if Tarlin Ray weren't with me. So thankfully, Tarlin is here. Tarlin, welcome back to Running It Back. Thank you for having me on a yeah. on a Friday yeah. leading into Thanksgiving when hopefully families stay safe mm-hmm. and we continue to fight this virus. But yeah. it's always a pleasure to connect. Yeah. And to tap into what's going on in the, world, in the world of sports. Yeah. And as we're talking about Thanksgiving, there's like a feast of sports activity in this month of November 2020, beginning Cornucopia. with exactly a, a, a panoply. The, the, the Masters happened. We were excited oh, about masters. it. We thought maybe we could do something about Tiger. There was a moment on Thursday where I got a little excited. Tiger was four under. His first round, he was looking pretty good. He was in contention. And then rapidly after, he didn't really do anything Friday. And then it, Dustin Johnson just ran away with it. But it also, the lack of the crowd, we talked about it. The lack of the azaleas, the lack of the the feeling of spring coming back. I, I don't know. Any general thoughts on Augusta this year? So I'm a Tiger guy. I've been since I didn't grow up playing golf. So I picked up a golf club and probably when I was 20, Tiger was the guy. Red on Sundays, yeah. black black pants, often like a little too pleated, but hey, rocky yeah. pleated pants. Right. He's has his foibles. He's obviously fallen as a hero. Yeah. As a family, my mom, everyone, we, we're still Tiger guys. We know yeah. you've had some trouble, but... You're a good dad now, and yeah. you've got, got your... Redemption story. Re- redemption story. At minus four, I'm a grown-ass man. I got a buddy. We, two of us live and breathe, Tiger, and he's, his text to me was, do we dare dream <laughs> minus four? <laughs> and it was going to dictate my weekend, Fridays. Yeah. Friday, yeah. First time ever in a first-round bogey-free. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is something. Yeah. And then he went backwards. Right. And... My... But, I mean, but on a positive note, you got your weekend back, right? So you could have spent all that time watching Tiger. No, I'd rather sit sit the girls down and say, you need to watch this. This is a moment that you'll never get back. He has 15 championships. I'll just start barfing out. Yeah, yeah. I care about. Uh-huh. And yes, I did because they moved the schedule a little bit. I did catch myself watching him take some bad swings. I did miss the 10 when he took a 10 uh-huh. on a par three. Yeah. But it was, I find myself and I'm, I guess I'm that fairweather golfer, fairweather fan. I, I love Dustin. I think he's awesome. Yeah. The quotes and they'll quote like him and his brother, Dumb and Dumber winning the Masters. I think it's fantastic because he is one of those golfers that makes misses, big putt, bad putt. He just, you can see him shrug it off. And I think yeah. that's something that you can take away for life. If you mm-hmm. ruminate on things, and you constantly beat yourself up, you're striving for that perfection. He just, he shows there's a different way. So it's like yeah. the anti-tiger. Yeah. And Although he does overlap in the, the TMZ. TMZ. He might've had, might've had a little, some Coke issues. There might've been some, uh, some real housewives of the, paid, the PGA paid, paid, uh, yeah. uh, professional women that he was paying, but Hey, you just know there are various ways to get to the top. So for the brothers, yeah, I think it's awesome that they and they're they're crushing in there. If you anyone who wants to look at their Instagram posts, I think they're having a lot of fun with their even others right now. Yeah, uh, but the anti tiger is great. But I just have a hard time, and I think broadly, people are having a hard time tuning in. If Tiger was still in contention. Would you see the snip and drop you saw in ratings? So 51% down this year, yeah. 
for the Masters last year when Tiger lost. And this carries across all sports. So NBA down 51%. We saw 9.8 million, 9.78 million viewers in MLB significantly down. And even live sports are struggling to keep up with shows like The Last Dance. It's our first time that right. you and I ever came together. Right. And I was sad that it wasn't in spring. I'm sad Tiger wasn't in contention. But also, it's just 2020. Like it, it was hard to get to draw me in. Yeah, the roster of folks that were going to be chasing down the title. It's also November. I realize you live in a, a climate where like the, the time the seasons don't mean as much. But those of us here in in the Northeast, like it, you shouldn't be playing the Masters in November. You should be playing the Masters when the spring is just nigh. Like the things are starting to starting to percolate things are getting excited you're looking forward to the future instead it's uh no crowds dustin johnson in a boring masters but anyway with this is our feast it's our cornucopia that was just like maybe some dry stuffing that was just a little something no, no gravy cranberry no, on the side. No, but now but now but okay. now we're getting into the the meat of the conversation although sadly one aspect of this is the the clay thompson news I didn't want to extend the metaphor too much and suddenly because the, the Achilles injury, but we also did want to say you're our resident recoverer from an Achilles. Any words of encouragement for, for Clay and any general thoughts around this, this injury? So as a, someone who's recovered, ruptured his Achilles eight months ago, when I first heard the news draft night, and we'll get to the NBA draft that said, Clay had a lower leg injury. I texted somebody, I said, okay, third degree, if it's sprained ankle, you don't yeah. just sprain. But when you mention it, when you say it like that's an Achilles. Mm. And then when the report, the, the NBA scout or sort of the NBA insider said, it's not good. Then you just, you feel for him. This is yeah. a guy who is really almost, you thought he was indestructible, 6'6", 215, Guy, all if you read reports about him, all he wants to do is hoop. Mm-hmm. And he almost thought he was somewhat robotic based on his ability to just put the ball in the hole. Yeah. And Perfect. defend too. And right? defend and yeah. defend. The NBA made the NBA defensive team once. All he didn't make the all NBA team multiple times. I think it's two or three times. NBA yeah. all-star five times. He's the quintessential he, D and three. He's a quintessential D and three. But perfect splash, brother. So after spending 18 months recovering from an ACL and then doing this, I just, I can't fathom what he's going through right now. Yeah. You always you start to think medicine is, it's amazing in technology and medicine. We know that athletes overcompensate when they're recovering for yeah. injuries. It happened to me in college when I broke both my feet. I overcompensated for one and snapped the bone in the same bone in the other foot. So you love to, by the way, if anyone's hearing, it's not, the air, airplane is not taking off. It what was that? Enter. It was okay. my printer, okay. if you're wondering. <laughs> Don't edit that out. I'll perfect. leave that one in. That one's good. Please, yeah. please leave my one. Yeah. Um, so you love to get to a point where you actually can do tests on athletes to see what their stability is. Because when they're coming back, I, I, there is, has got to be some higher likelihood propensity to hurt some other part of their body. Yeah. So I just feel for step for step for clay. You know, he has lived a, a great life and three-time champ with the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. But I was really looking forward to them coming back. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, Golden State is now a little snake bitten. Yeah. What deal did they make with the devil? But I really do. Let's take a moment for Clay because I think he's one of the class acts and one of the guys you'd love to watch. Yeah. Just put the ball in the hole. Yeah, 100%. And I'd also say this year, it feels like the year where 
what Clay's going through is almost representative of how this year it seems to go where you think you're through it and then suddenly there's plenty more to come and the perspective on the way the pandemic has felt where we're now heading into another difficult phase obviously politically we're heading into another difficult phase which is why it's interesting to me that sports ratings aren't up higher just because because i know i'm taking refuge watching it i just wonder maybe the folks who are taking refuge are pretty are throwing themselves in there. And then I guess a lot of folks who may be marginal viewers who, who otherwise they'll watch it if it's on or just doing other things or are impacted in other ways. But, but yeah. And then the NBA, it speaking of injuries and short breaks, it's good. They're going to be playing That's crazy. less than a month, less than a month from now. We'll be running it back to talk about the season 2021. And, and now the news we're going to talk draft, but now draft plus free agency is this other kind of, news cycle frenzy that we're going to have for for the NBA for a little while. And then Clay's injury kind of flows right into that and has us keep kicking off the NBA portion of the show. But uh, one, one last comment on Clay. Yeah. Just, he ruptured his Achilles in November. It is more than a year long recovery. Like he is not coming back to the start of the next NBA season. You hope to see him spring. It is a hell of an injury. Yeah. I think you can, because of his... It's just in the other leg because of his um, game. You come from ACL. It's just tricky. I, I'm just excited to walk, excited to <laughs> stand right. up on a Peloton. Yeah. I still haven't run since January. And I really am not getting the go ahead to do that until January of next year. Now, granted, I, I sit in a chair all day working. I'm right. not having trainers working me out, but right. just, he needs to be prepped for that mentally to go through that. I think he probably has a good yeah. support network, but it's just something he has to deal with. Right. You may you may want to you may want to negotiate uh, some regular uh, treatment sessions with your employer just because uh, because <laughs> why not? It's 2020, get a get a little bit of the treatment, but uh, but yes, and then the NBA draft happens. Fun schedule for the NBA, a little late, but uh, it's normally in June. Normally in June, but like off season, we needed we need I needed a chance to just recuperate, not think about the NBA, but uh, but just like Al Pacino in uh, The Godfather Three, they keep sucking me back in. The NBA draft happens. With many players who I maybe knew their names, didn't see them play a lot of basketball, saw some highlight reels, maybe on their ESPN breakdowns or what have you. But thoughts on the the NBA draft? Normally my favorite day of the year. And so there's two moments where as you got into a professional career, you'd figure out a way to not be present. You know, one is the first day of March Madness. <laughs> yes. And the other is the NBA draft. Depending on where you live, if it's the East Coast, you probably make it. But West Coast, you sort of need to get out of the office. So the what I thought about the NBA draft this year is, who are these guys? I'm sure super talented. But I realized as I got older with less time to watch games, I am very reliant on the end of the year, February tourneys mm -hmm. and March Madness. Mm -hmm. And so as I did a quick rundown, we talked about this at the top of the show. So of the top 30 guys taken two from Kentucky, one from UNC and one from Kansas and zero from Duke. Just think four from the top blue chip schools. Then the top four, you got Anthony Edwards, who's a one and done for Georgia. Okay. Seems like he believes, some people believe he's like the next Dwayne Wade. James Weissman, who play, only played three games and we know of him because he played for Penny Hardaway, little Penny. And he had some issues from improper benefits. Ball, and you got to give up for LeVar Ball. A moment for LeVar, who had his sons drafted 2-3 and 
his other son is, a, I'm sure, is a good guy. <laughs> Stole some stuff while he was at US, UCLA in China. But they go to the third pick, but he was JBA, Lithuania, Australia. You just know him for balling company on Facebook. Then we got Patrick Williams. It drops off a clip. Patrick Williams. And I have no idea who he is. Play Florida State. Remind me of how many of you saw a fan in 2008 when Russell Westbrook was taken at the fourth pick and people are like, who? Mm. But I knew he was a stud. And yeah. it just drops off. OB Toppin, congratulations. You yes. wooden award winner. It drops he, off right after the eighth pick, OB Toppin going to the, the New York Knickerbockers. But I guarantee you, if you're in a bar and you're like playing the game of the wooden award winners, you'd stop at 2020 and say, who was the 2020 wooden award winner again? The OB Toppin Juan Kenobi <laughs> is going to be topping many a highlight reel. Let me tell uh-huh. you, Obi knows what's up, man. So, uh, so, so, so anyways, so, I'm just yeah. saying, and then you, you drop off. And then I looked at the Duke players who would normally have prime time viewing yeah. Trey Jones, mm-hmm. ACC player of the year, went 41. Vernon Carey, big man, went 32. And Cassius Stanley, who beat Zion Williamson's vertical jump test uh, record at Duke, mm. 54. Wow. So you just think back. how important so that time on air not only is for schools making a ton of money and cbs and tbs and true tv but also the players yeah so i feel a massive disconnect i'll be excited and i've been checking the phone for free agency right now but excited to see what happens free agency but i I have no i have no connections to any players coming yeah i think it's blurring into free agency as one thing this year more than uh, i can ever recall just because it's all compressed and then they're going to be playing so soon, but there's going to be a lot of movement, it, it seems, and a little bit of movement began already. Dennis Schroeder going to your Los Angeles Lakers, but but taking a step back, I don't know if I've had enough time to reflect. So what I'm learning right now is I might need to give the NBA a little bit of space. It's still going to be there for me. The Knicks are at a better spot than than I anticipated. So we'll see if they continue to navigate this as well as as they seem to be doing. But, but I'll come back around Christmas. I'm ready to watch some games, start to get some fresh eyes, and then and then uh, hopefully rekindle the love because it was amazing to me. It's just, I still think I need a break from, from basketball. I just don't know what else will keep me entertained in this long, cold winter. I don't know how, how you're feeling. I, I feel the same. The Ivies dropping a bomb saying there'll be no winter sports. I'm always looking forward to watching a little... Ivy League hoop. I know most people are tuning into that network too. Yeah, no <laughs> and, doubt. So what does that do to college basketball? It will be interesting. The NBA is not going to be in a bubble. So in the same way, yeah. players in the NFL, which is a much bigger roster, having to sit out, it's going to have an impact. There's no way we're getting to this winter where you're not going to have players that are going to have to sit out games. And that's just yeah. going to have an impact on the standings. But yeah, I, I do need some time to breathe because I also know my next time you refer to Lakers, please refer to them as the world champion Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> I feel like you're not giving their due that the world champion Los Angeles Lakers are not going to they're not going to start off with a bang. It's going to be yeah. slow. I just don't know how to intone the asterisk when I say well, world champion Lakers, because it was it wasn't as per uh, Hall of Famer Scottie Pippen. It, it wasn't really. NBA basketball that was happening in the bubble. So it was a nice, it was a nice championship you got there, but you know. So the next time the New York Knicks win any, New York period wins anything. And we'll we'll talk about the asterisks. You need to now refer to LA as city of champions. Thank you. Yeah, nice. Uh, (laughs) So anyways, I, I agree. Take a break. I think it's time for us to 
I think there's some interesting, and we've talked about in the past, some interesting things going on in the NFL, especially as you think about MVP race, most outstanding race, and how this is going to, how the NFL is going to try to land this plane, especially as we're going into a very difficult winter. Yeah. So we, we will always have that. We'll have a little bit of respite from MLB. I think we we may have a show where we talk about the free agency, but I think we're yeah. going to turn a little bit to my other love, which is spend a little time talking about football, less on yeah. the college side, because I don't even know if some of these teams are yeah. playing like three games. I'm three Hope, and oh, I'm going to yeah. make the full championship. <laughs> I'm just hoping uh, the NFL keeps powering forward because that's going to get me through the winter. So hopefully we'll still be able to talk about that. And uh, once these teams gel together, don't get me wrong, I'm going to want to talk some NBA, but I just need a little time. It's too much breaking news, 24-7 notification culture these days. I just need a little downtime. Hopefully, folks, our uh, listeners, relaxing around the, the holiday. Very thankful for the show, Tarlin, and hopefully you and yours have a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving. Now you're supposed to say that to me, too. No, I'm, I'm waiting for you to finish. <laughs> okay, that was it. <laughs> I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving as oh, well. Thanks Happy so much. Happy Turkey Day. Yeah. A lot, to get, a lot to be thankful for that we have our health and then get to watch some pretty bad NFL football. <laughs> On Thursday, go yeah. live. Yeah, mix it in with the giblets and the, the trips to the Cowboys and the potentially 10 and 0 Steelers. All right, this was uh, Run It Back. We'll be back again soon. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>